Hello, and welcome to the Blog You Want in a Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready? Three, two, one, publish. Hello, everyone. Quick update before we start the show. This podcast is brought to you by WordSpaces Hosting. If you're looking to set up your own self-hosted WordPress site and you want some help doing it, or you want to do a self-hosted podcast or blog, check out wordspaces.com. It's sponsored by yours truly. Also, before we get started, I want to remind you that the blog you want and the time you have is about creating content and the, and really finding the creator within you. Today's guest, Alana Dawson, is actually a podcaster. In fact, she's formerly a blogger turned podcaster, and that's one thing I want to point out. Whether you're creating video content, audio content, blogging content as in written content or content or something in between, the blog you want and the time you have is, is about all types of of content creation. Most likely if you're creating content on a regular consistent basis and that's what we're all about here. So I don't want to spill out anymore but let's go ahead and dive right into our conversation with Alana. Hello everyone welcome to the blog you want the time you have podcast episode number 50. Oh my god I can't believe we made it to 50 episodes and I've got a very special guest here who I happen to meet on doing another podcast which we'll talk about later maybe but Alana Dawson, and she is a content extraordinaire, someone who is, I, I just smile when I think about her background, it's sort of similar to mine. Uh, she had a blog and she has a podcast and um, she's made the divide from the divide from writing to, to audio, right? Which I've kind of did myself. So Alana, welcome to the show. Please tell, give us, give, just go ahead and give us your backstory. I want everyone to hear about what's, how you got to where you're at today. Sure. Well, thanks for having me, Scott. I'm so excited to be here. And the fact that I'm 50, number 50, like, I'll take it. That's awesome. Um, Congratulations to you. That's a big milestone, too, for your show. Well, yeah. So as your introduction said, my name's Alana. I'm not easily offended. I've grown up with this name my whole life. And so I take anything close. I rarely will correct people. I'm just not one of those people. But what's funny is that I need to make sure to get everybody else's name right. It's a very strange thing. I'm not offended if they get me wrong, my name wrong, but I, I need to know how to pronounce everybody else's name. So kind of funny that way. But yeah, I'm a podcaster. I podcast right now on a podcast called The Podcasting Party, which is for podcasters of all phases and stages. This is my second podcast. Did not start out here. As you said, our, our uh, background is very similar in the fact that I started as a blogger. So in, uh, back in 2013, I started a blog for um, military spouses, a very successful one. It was thriving, really enjoyed it, had some life circumstances happen. Um, I got sick and through the recovery process, realized that that wasn't where I was supposed to be anymore and what I was supposed to be doing. So I pivoted my blog and readership really fell off. I couldn't figure out Was it because I pivoted? I mean, I had a very loyal following. Um, Was it the new content? I was really speaking into moms specifically, but women in general about stepping into their God-given gifts and callings and talents. And so I surveyed readers and they said, we're listening to podcasts. This was early 2016. I was listening to podcasts too. So it didn't surprise me. I thought, okay, maybe there's something here. Um, 
you know, maybe I should pivot to podcasting. And so that's what I did. I started a podcast, the mom wants more podcast. And that ran for just over two years. And we shut it down last spring, or I guess three years last spring, um, to step into what I do now, which is podcast coaching for, uh, podcasters. And I do a lot of content Mm. creation. And so I'm so excited to talk to you about this today. Awesome. Yeah. So that's a lot of content. You went from writing to doing editing. I mean, talk about that. How did you get into doing audio? Did you just pick up? I mean, some people just pick up an iPhone and start doing it, but, but I can see you have a a mic. I can see it in your, your camera. So tell us a little bit about that. Like, how was that? How was that transitional transitional experience for you? Yeah. Rough. It was rough. (laughs) I mean, um, writing is in my wheelhouse. That's what my degree is. That's what I did for years. And so writing came supernatural or supernaturally to me, not, I wasn't a supernatural at it. I wish I was. Mm -hmm. Um, it just came very natural. Whereas podcasting, the technical side of it really hung me up. So I thought about starting a podcast for a really long time um, and kind of went back and forth before I took that survey and people were like, hey, this is what we want from you. Um, This is what we're doing. And so it really took me a year to get my podcast up and off the ground. Mm -hmm. And I was so overwhelmed with everything. So basically I just, and it's not like today. Today, there's a million resources. You can buy somebody's course. There wasn't that back then. Mm -hmm. I think there was one course on the market. It was maybe... John Lee Dumas or somebody like that. And it was way out of my price range Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, what, how do I do this? So I just read everything. And uh, there were a couple other ladies that I knew from a writer's group that were making the transition too. So we would like be like, okay, well, what have you heard about this mic or what Mm -hmm. have you heard about this platform? And even then Libsyn was kind of the only podcasting platform out there. There were maybe one or two others. And so it was a lot of trial and error, but I learned it at uh, one point during the process that I couldn't second guess myself. I just had to go with it and figure it out. And if I needed to backtrack or pivot later, just like I had done with blogging, I'd do the same thing for podcasting. And yeah, editing, I just kind of fell into it after with the whole audio process. I just taught myself again, I couldn't pay an editor. And so I just was like, I'm going to figure this out. And it turned out I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was like so fun to be able to piece it all together. That's awesome. Yeah, I know for me, I actually enjoy editing. And that's something that I'm trying to outsource because I know it's not always the most valuable thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard for me to outsource it because I like doing it too. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. I totally get that. I've tried twice, Scott, to yeah. now outsource my editing. And I'm like, every time I go, I interview these um these people and I'm like so on board and they're great and we have great conversations then when it goes for me to be like here you go I'm like uh uh, just a little longer (laughs) yeah I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to that stuff too because like Mm -hmm. if there's a little wrong edit I want to change it and I, I need to get off of that but you know but yeah totally understand so yeah so you're creating content audio content interviews it seems like interviews are your kind of your thing right now right uh so tell us about that a little bit I mean like do you script them out? Like, do you have any process that you can share in terms of how you're doing? I mean, what's different from blogging, you know, like writing versus what you do today? Are you scripting? Are you still writing? Are you just kind of going with the interviews and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So when I first started out, I scripted everything Mm -hmm. I wrote, you know, it would basically be like, I would craft a blog post 
And then I'd go in and pick pieces of it. And I basically, for my solo shows, for sure, it was just me like reading the blog post and mm -hmm. trying to sound really natural. Mm -hmm. And I realized really quickly for who I am and my personality and how I, how I speak, uh, that was just not working. I sounded super robotic. I literally sounded like I was reading something. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. Interviews were bad because I didn't have the converse conversational kind of ebb and flow that people like to listen to. Mm -hmm. And so I had to kind of uh, backtrack and figure that out. Again, it was all trial by error. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's how I learned. I always tell my clients, uh, you know, I Googled and guessed and failed so that you don't have to. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that was really how it went. And now what I do is I do what I call a modified script. Basically uh, for my interview, I know where I want the conversation to go. I do a lot of research ahead of time for the people. I rarely take cold pitches on my show. Mm -hmm. I like to reach out to people that I want on my show that I'm familiar with, that I know their backstory, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then I just craft kind of what I think the questions will look like um, to get us to that point. Sometimes we cover a lot of ground. Sometimes there's a lot of questions. Sometimes there's two questions, mm -hmm. you know, so it just really depends on where I want that. To, what do I want it to look like? And then if there's a, spe a specific point I want to make or something I don't want to miss, I'll, I'll maybe script that out a little bit. Mm -hmm. but for the most part, I... Yeah, I do the the outline, a modified script, and then I take that and I do craft a blog post from it for um for my solo shows. For guest guest interviews, I usually just do bullet points for show notes. Got it. Yeah, that's one thing I've always struggled with is like scripting. And I'm like you, I like to I like to hear myself talk, right? So I like I shouldn't say you you're like that. I don't know if you're like that, but for me, I like that. I yeah, like that. I, I like to hear myself talk. So I like doing solo shows because I like to share what I've learned and what I can give to the world, if you will. Uh, I think one of my idols, Seth Godin, said one time, the world doesn't need another Charlie Rose, the world needs you, you know, which I, yes. I love that quote. Um, you know, although interviews are fun, interviews are also very helpful too. So I don't, I disagree with him at some level on that as well. But um, so, and I like to script them out and you sound very, I know for me, I'm like working on sounding better because I feel like I sound very robotic. And again, with, with video, like I'm trying to do more video stuff, right? Cause video is another, and I'm kind of like you, I like to test different mediums and see what is working, what's not working. That's why we still have an audio podcast when I'm also trying to do video content and trying to be everywhere, which is very difficult as you know. But, um, but that being said, I mean, like, look, one of the, my biggest challenges I have and the why this podcast is called time you have is that we all have a million things going on. Like I know you're a busy, a busy mom, a busy entrepreneur. Um, how, like, how do you, how do you fit content creation into your life? You know, give us a little backstory on how that works for you. You know, yeah, the good, the good is... the bad, the ugly too, please. No, <laughs> okay. no holds ours here yet. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm happy with being vulnerable and transparent. So <laughs> well, we can jump into all of that. Yeah. So I, I am right now, my husband's um, in the military. And so we are currently stationed apart from each other. I always feel like I have to preface this with like, I love him and he loves me and man, we'd rather be together, but that's just not possible right now with for the military. So, right. um, I solo parent. So I literally, I joke sometimes and say like, I'm a one woman show, but that's personally in my mm -hmm. life and, um, professionally. And so I, I do it also. I have to be really really smart with my time. And I don't have large chunks of time to sit down. I wish I did. That's what I dream about is someday like mm -hmm. pouring a hot cup of coffee and sitting in my office and like, you know, coming up with all these brilliant ideas. Mm -mm. It looks for me, it looks like a whole bunch of 
um, little pieces of crack time. That's what I call it, little tiny slivers. So it looks like in the carpool lane, I'm making notes in my phone. It looks like sending myself voice texts when some when I come up with something. I might be on a walk or I might be, you know, curling my hair. Um, this just this morning, I was braiding my daughter's hair and I said, "Hey, Lily, grab my phone and um, I need you to." write this thought down. And so she did, she typed it up for me and I saved it in my phone. So that's really what contest content creation right now looks like. Now I take all those little, um, little pieces and I do sit down and I will, uh, look over maybe questions I've got. I, I run a free Facebook group. And so I get a lot of content ideas in there just from questions that people ask about. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about having a co-host. How do I know if this is right or not? You know, different things. And so I'll take, I'll sit down and do what I call big brain dump. And that's basically, I take all those little slivers of ideas, pieces of content, as well as um, different questions I've been asked, or usually I try to pay attention if I'm asked something more than once, or I hear something more than once, like see it out in the world. I'm going, okay. I perk up and I go, all right, there's something here. Something's going on. And I'll just dump it out, put it all in one place. Usually it's a Google doc. Sometimes it's a legal pad. I'm old school. Mm -hmm. I use, that was probably real bad audio by the way, but yeah, no worries. It's a nice uh, yellow canary, canary yellow uh, notepad for those of you who are listening only, but yeah, no, but with lots of notes on it. I love to, I love to see some of those notes actually. So yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, So I just, I dump it all out, Scott. I get it all in one place and then I go through and I have gotten better as far as like batching content and writing it, I plan now about six months in advance. Um, for the podcast, I like to go a year in advance, but I batch in, I batch quarterly. So seasonally that just works for me. Cool. Yeah. I love the idea of batch creating, but kind of like you, it's just, um, I'd love to sit down with a cup of coffee one day and actually create a, a week's worth of content, but that just never seems to happen, you know? So, um, as much as I love the idea, it's very difficult for me to actually do that. So if anyone can like give me a batch create serum that I can inject in myself, that would be awesome. Please do that. Yeah. So I would love, I would love the serum too. I don't have any serum, although I have a name for you of somebody who is a batch work genius and batch creation genius. So uh, I'll pass that name on to you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, I love her to death. Amy Porterfield, you know, oh, yeah. our podcast star, she uh, had that whole batch create series and like, I listened to it, re-listened to it. And I thankful that she brings it to the world, but I'm thinking Porterfield's got a team. So that's actually what I'm trying to do, right? Is scale up a bit. Like, yeah, you need help. I mean, like at the end of the day, like this is like, there are media companies that do stuff that's similar to what we're doing. And I think sometimes as, as solopreneurs or solo creators, we have to understand that, like, yes, you need a team of people to do it. So hats off to you for doing all this as a one woman show. Um, well, I, I thank you. And thank you for bringing this to the world. I mean, the world needs this stuff. So um, I want to pivot a little bit and talk, just talk about um, two things, because, you know, I'm a marketing guy and I'm, I'm a business owner just like you. Right. So two things I'd love to talk about. One, what are you doing to market your content these days? And two, are you, are you think, are you monetizing at all? You know, kind of thing. So those are, those are two questions I kind of hope we can kind of talk about. So yeah, marketing, uh, I know getting on other people's podcasts is something you're doing, right. But, but talk about that. Like, how do you, how do you work to grow your audience? Yeah. Such a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that podcasters struggle with a lot, right? Um, I once heard Pat Flynn say, we need to spend 80% of our time 
promoting our work and only 20% producing it. And at that time I was spending about 99.9% producing it and like Mm. 0.01 promoting it. And so this has been something that I have had to work really, really hard over the last four or five years to figure out how to do this and not feel sleazy. I think that's always something that people are concerned about when, to be quite honest with you, what is the statistic? Maybe 7% of people of Mm -hmm. our followers are actually seeing the stuff we're putting out on social media. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the biggest trend we're seeing right now in podcasting is being a guest on other shows and having guests on your show. Those are really, because people aren't leaving other platforms to go listen to shows but they will click over from one podcast to another podcast. So those are the really the two big things. So that's what I do. I make sure I have a combination of solo and guest episodes. Um, I have really been pushing hard to be a guest on more shows because that's not something I did in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just serving, 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 and shouting from the rooftops, um, you know, this free content that I want to serve people. Mm -hmm. And so that looks like for me, audiograms, it looks like posting more than once on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks a lot uh, like collaboration. That's a big one for me. I do a lot of collaborating, whether it's, Mm -hmm. um, and not just being guests, but doing, you know, sponsoring giveaways and promoting other people's things. I, I do a lot of um, collaboration just because I love what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, you know, give shout outs or do, you know, Instagram stories or things. So that's kind of right now what I'm doing to market. I do a lot of um, ROR too, return on relationships. I think that honestly, my business has blossomed and grown almost primarily on word of mouth referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's as far as like my, I do editing and production for some clients. Um, and then I have a membership community. So you have, this is going into monetization now, yeah, but please. I'm just kind of yeah. like, that's, they're kind um, of the same, they're kind of some of the same too. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I am a firm believer that any podcaster, and I would say blogger too out there, um, if you're creating something, you should be getting paid for it. Like, I just feel like you should at least be covering your costs. That's what I say to my membership, um, mm-hmm. community at least cover your costs. Otherwise it's a hobby. And there's Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do. I have lots of ladies um, that are in my community that do it as a ministry or a nonprofit. And so you, but cover your costs, like don't be paying out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was lucky enough on mom wants more. My co-host kind of let me use the show as a total Guinea pig. Mm -hmm. So we've tried almost everything out there. The only thing we never tried was a like a Patreon based model, because it just felt like more content creation for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, but we've tried everything else. We've done ads and sponsorship. It actually went really, really well. We partnered with, we were a podcast obviously for moms. So we partnered with other moms, Mm -hmm. um, that were trying to grow their business. Uh, we've done an event, which was like amazing. It was a lot of work, but as far as like return on our investment, the probably the most money we made, Um, we have done, we did some coaching for mom once more for my business. Now I primarily monetize. I use it all to promote my own products and services. Mm -hmm. So that's how I market my business. Um, I have a podcasting course. I have my community and then I of course do, um, done for you setup and editing. So some services in there too. That's how I monetize. Yeah. Great. I love it. I love it. So look, 
that's some really great stuff. You mentioned a course, you mentioned some services. How can people find that information? Yeah, you bet. So the best way to reach me is my website. It's alanadawson.com. That's A-L-A-N-A-D-A-W-S-O-N. Or you can connect with me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. Alana P. Dawson there. Cool, 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 cool. So yeah, hey, hey look, I you're killing it. I love it. You, you, we, we share a lot of same things. I'm really excited to have you on the show and help me get back into doing this podcast again. So I appreciate that. Um, I look forward to, to following you uh, and kind of watching how you do stuff because I'm definitely going to be taking some notes uh, coming out of your shop. So I appreciate that. Um, it sounds like you've got a lot going on, but you still manage to get your content done, which is the most important thing. So um, kudos to you. Thank you for being on the show and anything else you'd like to share before we uh, wrap it up? No, I just want to say thank you so much for having me, Scott. I'm so honored to be here. And you know what? You are doing a great job too. And so that's the one thing that I want all podcasters to know is like just, or content creators in general, like just keep going. I promise at some point it'll all come together and stick. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have to give a, give a shout out to our mutual friend, Gail Zuggerman, who introduced us through the Growing Older with Gusto podcast. So definitely check out that episode as well. And uh, uh, Alana, thank you again. And have a, and uh, I'll, I, I ask this every time, will you come back on the show in a couple of weeks or a couple of months to give us an update? Heck yes, Scott. Thanks right. so much for having me. Thank you so much. Bye now. That's a wrap for this episode of the Blog You Want in the Time You Have podcast with Scott Wintrott. If you have any questions or would like to send me some feedback, please email me at hello at blognewon.com and I'll be in touch. Uh, please feel free to leave a review on the podcast or service of your choice and share this podcast with somebody you think might find of interest. Uh, that's it for this week. Bye for now.